Nine Nation podcast. This is your host, Coach Kyle, with Coach Dane. What's up, guys? Uh, today we have a special episode coming at you with one of our fine coaches that's also a physical therapist, Coach Katie. Say what's up, Katie. Hi, guys. Welcome to the, welcome to the podcast. Excited to be here. This is our first ever three-person podcast, right? Yes, it is. Do you feel honored, Katie? I feel honored, for sure. Just in general to be here. Also really awkward, so let's get it going. It wouldn't be, an, <laughs> it wouldn't be the Nine Nation podcast if there wasn't some awkward moments. Especially with you as the host. That's my job. Just be weird and keep things moving. <laughs> uh, so why don't you uh, start us off, Coach Dane? Um, yeah, so the main thing is, obviously, Katie is a physical therapist and also a CrossFit coach, so that's kind of a natural um coming together of disciplines and we just wanted to talk to you you guys about that and just ask her some questions about kind of what when do you need a personal trainer when do you need crossfit when do you need a physical therapist um stuff along those lines yeah you know how we can fix all the things that we broke ourselves doing crossfit right yes (laughs) hopefully not hopefully it's a good thing for you all right let's ask katie a question (laughs) what do physical therapists hate most about CrossFit? Okay. Well, um, I, you know, I can only speak from me personally, but I think in general, um, it's the fact that there are pretty advanced movements that are done by people who maybe necessarily don't have the right mobility or base strength to be doing them. And, they do them anyways and then end up getting hurt, which gives CrossFit a bad rap, you know, and I love CrossFit. I think it's great. Mm-hmm. Um, for me personally, being in here, overhead squats is just cringeworthy. Um, just <laughs> because, you know, we know that that takes a ton of mobility from your whole body. And if we're missing something, that can definitely lead to some injuries down the line, especially with the shoulders. So yeah. probably just poor, poor form with advanced, with, you know, with weight, and then you add the competition aspect to it and it just ends up, you know, people get injured that way. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. I think Kyle also agrees with that. One of the things of... I was going to say, you must have been watching me work out earlier. <laughs> <laughs> one of the, uh, the main things we learn as CrossFit coaches, funny enough, in like the level one course is mechanics first, then consistency, and then intensity. But I think a lot of times that gets left behind and everyone just like, once you get into the gym, it's like... Let me throw down hard. Let me do this advanced movements. Let me add weight. But really, we need to dial back a little bit more and like get into that mechanics and consistency piece before intensity. What do you think, Kyle? Absolutely. Uh, and then I think uh, even back that up a little bit, just basic mobility, uh, you know, prepping for these movements. So that's something that I definitely we want to talk to Katie a little bit about, you know, uh, what kind of stuff could we do to, you know, better improve some of these movements like if we wanted to get better at overhead squats is that something that we should be you know looking out for a physical therapist to kind of assess our shoulders or is that something that uh, you know maybe we can kind of solve in the gym i think that that depends on you know the what the person's coming in with you know if they have issues as far as like pain goes um, when they're trying to do that movement that's definitely a case for a physical therapist to take a look at just because we can you know create uh, you know a diagnosis with how we evaluate somebody and be able to kind of narrow it down. Um, you know, if you have really good CrossFit coaches, which we do here, they they can assess you to try to figure out, 
you know, the main issue is trying to figure out where's the problem coming from. You know, it's, you know, I've seen just for example, you know, we're warming up for overhead squats. Coach has this great, like thoracic mobility, you know, the squat on the wall, hands up, you know, trying to keep that thoracic extension when you come down and the athletes that need that the most are just, they're not doing that. <laughs> they're hanging over at the pole you know, trying to get down in a deep squat and it's kind of like, well, no, you, it's, it's not your hips. You know, you need, you, you're doing that for your, you know, your thoracic spine. So it's kind of figuring out, okay, we're having issues with overhead squat. Where is the problem coming from? And then how to fix it from there. Yeah. That's a great example because even sometimes I'll look at someone's squat and it's hard to determine it. Um, like sometimes it's even just like starting at their ankles. That's why they can't overhead squat. It has nothing to do with their shoulders or their thoracic or their hips. It's like all stemming from the ankles and they just simply can't squat in general. So it's like, what is really the issue there? And one of the things I work on with a lot of people, um, like my personal clients and stuff, and I know Kyle does some of this too, is we, we implement a lot of assessments like range of motion assessments and strength assessments. Um, so like one of my questions for you is, when you kind of mentioned it, I think a little bit was with the diagnosis piece. Yeah. Um, we don't necessarily diagnose people for pain. We can program and like help rehab certain things. But as far as like a diagnosis goes, when should someone maybe see you versus come see one of us? Right. If that um, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the the tough, line. Tough yes. question to put you on the spot. Well, the line is great for me because I thought about this because I knew we were going to be talking about it. And, you know, I think people always, we want to go to a physical therapist when they're, when they're in pain. You know, they go see their doctor. Their doctor writes them a script because their imaging, you know, shows maybe not, you know, nothing crazy happening. Or, you know, they get, you know, an MRI and they have a tear or something like that. And they, you know, they go to PT. Um, it's different when you have somebody who's super active um, and they maybe don't necessarily know what's wrong, but they're like, oh man, like, you know, every time I do a push up or every time I do this motion with the bar, it hurts here, you know? And so as far as like, from a, a physical therapist perspective in school, we learn certain patterns, certain movements, the way the joint moves, the way the muscle contracts for us to be able to somewhat narrow down without imaging, you know, if we're talking about the shoulder specifically, like, is this a labral thing? Is this a rotator cuff thing? Is this just a poor mobility issue? Like what's, you know, do we need them to go back and get imaging? So that's kind of where you can kind of almost cut to the chase going to see a PT. Not that we can always for sure narrow it out, but you know, if you're going to your, your CrossFit classes and the coaches are giving you good things to modify with or good things to kind of supplement to figure, you know, based on what they think is going on and it's still not getting better, that's when you, I think you got to make the leap to try to do physical therapy. But it's a, it's a gray line. Cause you know, we were talking about this before the show, like the coaches in here are really great and they see human movement really well, but that's not always the case in every gym. So, um, you know, not every coach is, is, has those eyes and has the knowledge of when to say, you know, this is like a little bit out of my scope kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah, for sure. I think it kind of goes to what you were saying is that probably the best case scenario is the physical therapist works alongside the CrossFit coach. Mm -hmm. um, so they have a little bit of the, the, the clinical side and then they have a little bit of the in the gym side. So I asked Katie what she hates or what physical therapists hate about CrossFit. I'm going to now ask Kyle, what do CrossFit coaches hate about physical therapy? Uh, I mean, 
Ultimately, nothing. I think uh, as someone that you know, gotta be something. My, no, I, I, <laughs> I was trying to you know ease into the the negative negativity there. Um, it's not negative. Most, it's just most a... of my career, I've been fortunate enough to work with some great physical therapists, so I have a lot of respect for uh, physical therapy. Um, so a lot of what we do as coaches, I think our uh, our importance comes like pre and post rehab. So. Uh, especially post rehab, you go see an injury. Um, they'll take you with some band exercises, usually light rubber colored dumbbells, and they say, "Okay, uh, take this five pound dumbbell, do, reach it over your head for three times a week for six weeks." Well, the truth is that six that five pound dumbbell only gets you so far in that rehab process. So I don't think there's enough physical therapists in the world of strength training to really make a a huge permanent change in these people's lives. Most people do physical therapy, don't do the homework, or did very little of it. Six months later, they still have the same injury. So, I wish there was a way that you know physical therapists more brought in some of the the weight training aspect. Mm-hmm. So that would be my only knock. Do you think that that's the job of the physical therapist to do, or should they more likely refer out to a good coach for that accountability and to follow someone through the program? So, I mean, ultimately, uh, refer out because that's what we do. We, you know, we run the barbell. We know the weights. We know the movements. Um, but I just don't think there's a push for that. A lot of physical therapists uh, kind of be like, oh, well, avoid the weights or avoid this. or So that's where I think Katie's special because she has that sports background where it's, oh, you're injured. Okay, well, you just can't do this anymore versus, okay, keep training, keep getting stronger, and you'll be back in action sooner than later. Yeah, that's actually one thing. I think when you f- when you first uh, passed your exams and all that, you got your new job. Did you just get a new job, by the way? Well, yeah, another another one. Another I'm one? I'm going I'm going halfsies with both. Oh, halfsies with both. Sorry, <laughs> I got you. Um, was you you mentioned that you're you call it the clinic, right? Your physical therapy clinic or yeah. your office? Or? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you actually had like a a little weight setup, like a legit. Yeah, we have a rack. Room. And yeah, which is, and, and a barbell, which is actually a pretty big deal. So like to kind of bounce off what you were saying, Kyle, for sure. Like a lot of physical therapy places don't have weights above 10 pounds. That's a problem for someone who's trying to come back to CrossFit or really anything that they're, you know, versus your everyday life, even, you know, everyday life, people carry groceries that are heavier than 10 pounds. Um, so definitely making sure like, you know, when somebody is looking into doing physical therapy that, you know, they go somewhere that they know that there's equipment that's there that they're going to be able to use. And on top of that, you know, they need to ask when they call to make these appointments, you know, do you have a physical therapist who has experience with strength training or CrossFit? Um, Because then you know that your therapist is going to know, I know what a snatch is. I know what a clean and jerk is. I know what you need to do to have, you know, to do your toes to bar and your gymnastics. Whereas, um, you know, Every physical therapist has their specialty, but a lot of the physical therapists don't have barbell experience. Um, so it's kind of making sure that you find that that person that has that background. Yeah, hundred percent. And I know, in you know, it's definitely as we're advancing some of this knowledge, I think it's more common that physical therapists are coming from this background. Um, but you know, my old my old uh, job was more of a, you know fifty five plus. So a lot of the physical therapists have been there 20, 30, 40 years, and they're very intelligent, and I learned a ton. But there were so many times where they would just be like, oh, you know, uh, don't deadlift anymore. 
uh, excuse me, or don't squat or don't do this. And it was like, it was very limiting. And then you kind of go, Oh, that's uh, how do you go the rest of your life without squatting? You know, it's like, so, uh, definitely I see that hole in physical therapy, but I think it's also, it's been corrected for the future. Yeah. And, and I would say too, just the, like a couple of CrossFit athletes that I've seen, um, you kind of do have to tell them to reel it in a little bit. You're like, okay, well, oh, it hurts when I run. Okay. Okay. Well don't run. And they're like, oh, but, but it's still hurting. You know, I went cycling the other day and you're like, oh, okay, well how long were you cycling? And they're like, oh, like 50 miles. And you're like, this, you know, the, the CrossFit athletes will be like that though, because they're, you know, they're going to try to do everything that they can. So as far as the resting goes, uh, you know, you, your physical therapist shouldn't tell you just like your, you know, your personal trainer shouldn't tell you to just, just stop doing this. You know, they should give you another alternative because staying active is super important. Um, and especially like not getting stiff and everything like that. So I agree. Yeah. I mean, point. one of the famous examples is like, well, don't squat anymore. Don't deadlift anymore because that's going to cause you pain or whatever. But it's like you squat every day getting on the toilet or off the toilet. Yep. You're like, what happens when you need to pick up your cat litter and bring it inside? Mm-hmm. Just like you said, you carry the groceries. A um, bag of dog food is more than five pounds, no matter how you look at it. Yeah, right. for sure. That, so that just goes back to CrossFit being functional movement, right? It's functional. You see it in, in daily life. That's one of the main things of CrossFit. So being able to do that pain-free with some combination of like physical therapy, CrossFit, CrossFit coaching, um, whatever that may be, it's like, it's how you're gonna live a better life. For sure. Yeah. The one other thing Katie just mentioned was CrossFitters, actually in the last episode I mentioned it with Gabe that one one issue that CrossFitters don't have is working hard. Like no matter what, any CrossFitter is gonna come into the gym and they're just gonna wanna throw down, right? But one thing in like, if you remember from the level one, they say, be impressed with intensity and not volume. Mm-hmm. And that kind of goes back to what we were talking about earlier with mechanics, consistency, and intensity. Um, it's just like finding the balance between all of those things, not going too hard, not doing too much, doing the right amount to get you fit and like not be in pain. Yeah. I mean, in general, like when you're working out, definitely shouldn't be in pain. If something's causing you pain, you need to ask your coach if there's a way that you can sub out that. But pain is different than like, I feel like I'm dying because this is really hard and my muscles are burning because they're working. Like that's different than, than being in pain. So definitely, you know, you need to listen to your body. If you wake up super sore the next day, you didn't sleep well, you didn't eat well, you didn't hydrate. That's, you're not doing your body any good by going in the, you know, that day and working out, you know, or if anything, just hop on the bike for a little. So it's, it's, it's hard. And I think it's a journey with somebody who just started versus an experienced athlete that knows their body on, you know, how hard they should go and and when that's appropriate. Yeah. And I mean, with a lot of CrossFitters, we, uh, everything is always super intense. So I know I've coming back off a little injury and it's been really hard for me the last few weeks to be like, okay, everything is 50%, you know, 50% intensity, lower the weights, go nice and slow. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's hard to take the CrossFit out of the athlete, if you will, mm-hmm. you know, um, all right. So, uh, I know we have another major topic coming up here. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, let's talk a little bit about assessment. So someone comes in, um, what process do you take people through for assessments? I know, you know, Dane and I, and a lot of the coaches here have a kind of a structured way we go through analyzing and seeing, you know, 
dysfunction or tight muscles imbalances things like that what uh you know someone comes to you and says you know they have a pain or a problem what's your kind of protocol for that uh you know getting an extensive history i'm sure you guys do that too um you know when it happened you know what movements the you know the pain happens with um, you know, what makes you feel better that, you know, that whole history is really important to kind of get an idea of what's going on. Um, and then using things like, I know, I know you guys are probably gonna talk about this, but, uh, you know, flexibility testing, we measure range of motion, um, and we do muscle testing so that we can narrow it down. And, and we have some special tests for certain ligaments, um, to look to see if there's any like interarticular damage in, in that sense. But, um, you know, we're looking to see is the problem coming from, uh, a muscle? Is it coming from, um, you know, the mechanics of the movement? Is it coming from within the joint? Is it from a ligament? You know, um, so it's, it's kind of this little puzzle, I guess, that you're trying to put together and you piece together based on the person's history, how they present. And then always too asking the person like, oh, it hurts when I do this, what, you know, watching them do the, whatever it is that hurts and seeing, you know, what, you know, what are they doing? Why, you know, Kind of thinking about in the pieces with everything else that you just saw you know how does that fit in the puzzle uh, yeah i like that one of the one of the things with my assessments so probably well the first assessment i put them through is a range of motion assessment which you mentioned mm-hmm. um i'm sure we have maybe some similar tests but maybe not completely the same so what i'm really looking for is just range of motion so do they have can they put their arms above their head um, without pain and there's two things Primarily, it's like, one, can they get there? And then do they have pain there? So if they have, if they're just a little short on range of motion, like, okay, I can work with that. If they can, if they have full range of motion and they have maybe like a little pinch, okay, I can also work with that too. But if they have limited range of motion and it's also painful, that's kind of like, whoa, this is a red light. Like, let's back up a second. And that's probably a time where I'm going to refer them out to someone like you. Mm-hmm. What do you what do you think of that kind of process just in general? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And there's you know there's a big difference too. Like and uh, you know when you're looking that looking at them doing something active, like trying to get their you know arm over their shoulder actively, it's not you know on, not only how they're getting there, but are they like compensating in some way? You know, is that coming completely from the shoulder joint, or are other things having to move, you know, to get that range? Um, but yeah, I definitely agree. If there's if there's limited active range and there's pain there, that's a good indicator that maybe, you know, they should get some more extensive medical, um, medical look at it, especially depending on how, you know, how intense is the pain? How long does the pain last after they do that activity? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. And I think some of the phrases we use typically is like flexibility. So flexibility is that passive range where you're just kind of like, can it get there? And then mobility is being active in that range of motion, which Mm -hmm. is what you just mentioned. So those are like the two, um, like the two bottom pieces of the pyramid. And then the next thing I really look at is strength balance issues. How much do you deal with that kind of stuff? Oh yeah. All the time. Um, and especially like, I'm sure your, your CrossFitters have like most of the time they're pretty similar just because everybody trains in the same way. But, um, you know, are they having back pain cause something's going on with the joints in there? Or are they having back pain because their glutes aren't, aren't, you know, activating well, um, is one leg super strong, and compensating for the other one so now their their hips are doing something funky in a squat or a deadlift kind of thing yeah yeah we definitely see that a lot i know kyle even just went through a little bit of that issue with your was kind of your adductor kind of weird hip shift going on yeah so uh i mean and this is this is why seeing uh you know someone that specializes in like sports uh therapy because 
I, uh, I had hip pain, I had shoulder pain. So from my experience, right, I addressed the shoulder and I addressed the hip a little differently than, you know, maybe a, a physiotherapist would. We treated my shoulder, my hip, and nothing was getting better. I ended up with an MRI. Turns out my spine is a little twisted and I have uh, a bunch of disc herniations. There was kind of some like re- referred pain all over the place. A personal trainer, right, coaches in the gym, I'm only going to see the dysfunction in the shoulder and the hip, and I'm going to try to work with the shoulder and the hip. But you get deep into that other layer, and it's like, well, there's so much more that can contribute to my hip pain that the hip pain wasn't really in my hip, right? So it's getting that true diagnosis. With my experience, I kind of did myself a disservice because I was like, well, I know how I would approach this, you know, if I, if I was a client. And I checked some things and I worked through and for six months, it wasn't getting better. If I had gone to a physical therapist on day one, I probably would have been set up with a, a treatment plan that would have got me back on my feet a lot quicker, right? So uh, you never know uh, the dysfunctions, what they're causing and where they're causing them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that, that's a great point. I think part of it is just dropping the ego and yeah. then referring when you need to refer. Yeah. Um, and that can be both directions. Physical therapists going to a good CrossFit coach, not just any CrossFit coach or personal trainer, but like a good one that they trust and they know. And then same thing for us. We need to refer people out, which I think we don't, we don't really have a problem with that nope. at all. Like someone comes to me looking to work through their pain. Like I'll be the first one to be like, no, you, I'm, I'm not the one for this. Like you need to go somewhere else. Oh yeah. No, I've sent my clients to uh, physical therapists, chiropractors, you know, the whole nine. Um, because that's, you know, once you know, we can fix things that we know about. The, the bigger problem with on the fitness side is that we can't diagnose. But Katie says, hey, this is the problem. Don't do this and do everything else you think you need to do. Mm-hmm. And then that sets up a treatment plan that works really well. That's why we have people like Katie. Yay. Katie, any last words? Uh, no. This was good. Um, shout out to Jordan also. He's a member here. Also physical therapist, the sports background. Yes. Um, so he's available to you guys too. Awesome. We should have Jordan on the podcast sometime yep. soon. And yeah. then we'll have you back again for round two. Cool. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. See you guys.